Welcome to the Red Door Church Sermon Podcast. Red Door Church is a church seeking to transform the city of Pretoria by the power of the gospel. We are distinctly mission-minded, community-cultivating, and city-loving. Please enjoy this week's sermon, and don't forget to follow and continue the conversation by sharing with those around you. Good morning and a happy new year. 2022, three twos and one zero. Such a good time to be alive. Um, from myself, Chris, to Selin and Hazel Grace, want to wish you a happy new year. And, and new years are just like such a, an awesome time to reflect on the past and also to plan for the future. You know, people are always making goals and resolution. Whether they keep them, that's a whole nother story. But my hope for you is to really instill healthy habits that will help you achieve your resolutions and your goals. And may 2022 be a year of fruitfulness for you and in your relationship with God. You know, for, for some, 2021 was an amazing year. And 2022, they just can't wait to see what will happen. Uh, for some, 2022 is like a turning of a, a new chapter, a new beginning in your life. And, and for some, 2020 is not much to look forward to because of the past and because you know uh, 2022 is just like 2020 part 3 it's just the same old coronavirus pandemic separation isolation suffering loss hardships and and I can see where that comes from you know our country is in a difficult place you know we are in difficult times you know Unemployment is is growing. Crime is growing. You know, every, everything seems to be going up. Uh, whether it be your your insurance payments, medical aid, food, school fees, petrol, everything except ESCOM is going up. You know, load shedding persists. So, what in these difficult times? What do we have to look forward to? How do we as Christians respond in hard times? You know, my my title for this morning is A Survival Guide to Life in Hard Times. A Survival Guide to Life in Hard Times. Survival because, you know, I I think God wants us to move from a place of just merely surviving in our faith to moving to a place of thriving in our faith. So I have six tips, so thrival tips to help us move from a place of surviving to a place of thriving in 2022. Let me pray for us and then we'll get into it. Father, we thank you for your grace. Thank you for bringing us through 2021. Thank you for a new year. Thank you for 2022. We love you. We are so grateful for everything that you have given us. And and Lord, I pray that in this time together, we'll really reflect on this year, reflect on the past and think about how you can better use us for your glory in 2022, even in the midst of difficult circumstances. Pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 
in the 14th century the buponic plague ravished Europe you know over a third of of Europeans passed away as a result of what was called the black death you know and and people were were running to the hills people were fleeing to the countryside and and there were Christians who stayed behind to take care of those who were dying of the black plague you know with their actions and with their words they saw it as an opportunity to share the love of Christ and to share the good news with these people who were dying and many of them died themselves you know their faith was plague proof their faith was pandemic proof their faith was death proof now you have to ask yourself I have to ask myself is my faith pandemic proof in the times that we are living how can I grow my faith and strengthen my faith so that I can move from a place of merely surviving to thriving in my relationship with God the first survival tip is be aware of your surroundings be aware of your surroundings we have to come to the realization that we are living in a broken world filled with Satan's sin and death it's tainted by our sinful natures and everything is is a consequences of our our rebellion against a holy and loving and just God if we think that life is supposed to be comfortable and safe and secure we will constantly be disappointed and will be traumatized because that's a wrong and false expectation you know nowhere in the Bible does does God say you know life will be good and life will be safe and secure and happy all the time yes he does say that once Jesus returns in the new heavens and the new earth that is true of of that past those passages but while we are here in this fallen world we have to expect difficult times and not be surprised by them you know Jesus said I've told you in John 1633 CEV version I've told you this that you might have peace in your hearts because of me while you are in this world you will suffer Jesus said it Jesus said you will suffer in this world so so difficult circumstances shouldn't surprise us he says but cheer up I have overcome the world being a follower of Jesus is not an easy life it's not a call to an easy life a comfortable life but it's a call to a meaningful purposeful satisfying life with God who has called us to himself saved us from our sin from our guilt from our shame and and brought us into his family and partnering with us to grow his kingdom that is an amazing calling so much better than just accepting the futility of this horrible world and this horrible life so thrival tip two focus on your savior not on your suffering if we constantly think and ponder and 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 dwell in our suffering 
we will be overcome and overwhelmed by it. But if we focus and we zoom out, we focus on Jesus Christ, who, who lived the life that we could never live, who died the death that we deserved, who sacrificed, sacrificed Himself on the cross for the salvation of all who will believe in Him, we realize that our suffering is not that bad, actually. Yes, it's still bad. I don't want to minimize it. But compared to Jesus, it puts our suffering and our hardships in perspective. Hebrews 12 verse 2 says, Look to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith. For the joy set before Him, He endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Look to Jesus. Not your sufferings. So thrival, because that's where hope comes from. That's where we find hope when we look to Jesus. So thrival tip three. Remember that God is with us and understands what we are going through. You know, a lot of times we think that we are alone and we are going through all this pain and suffering and it's unique. But it's not. You know, and we think that God has forsaken us and, and He has left us. But He has not. He has promised that He will be with us. He will send a comforter, a helper. It's like Jesus is, is wrapping His arms around you. And He's doing, He's enduring the suffering with you. He is with you. He is comforting you. Isn't that an amazing thought? You know, and not only is He there to, to, to comfort and help you, but He also understands. He can sympathize and empathize with you. Hebrews 4 verse 15 says, We do not have a high priest that is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. In Matthew 28, Jesus says, I will be with you. I'll send you the helper, send you the comforter. I will be with you to the very end of the age. In your difficult circumstances, remember Jesus is with you. So, travel tip four God can bring good out of your suffering. Now, a lot of people don't believe this. You know, Romans 8.28 has now become like a cliche. People always have to say, well, I know this sounds cliche, but Romans 8.28, you know, but this is solid biblical truth from which we can find hope. Romans 8.28 says, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love Him, who have been called according to His purpose. We look at Joseph's story. Joseph was sold into slavery by his brothers. He was thrown into prison, wrongfully accused. But ultimately God put him as second in command in Egypt under Pharaoh. And he, he was the one who not only saved the family of Jacob and Israel, God's people, but also millions of people from starvation. Yes, in the moment, it's like a puzzle piece. He could have been like, well, how does this fit into the whole story? How does this fit into the picture? I don't understand. But yet, God sees the big picture. And looking at Jesus as the ultimate example, you know, for those who stood at the cross, when Jesus was brutally murdered, tortured, 
Those who stood there said, what on earth is going on? He was supposed to be the anointed one. He was supposed to be the Messiah. He was supposed to be the one that saved us from our oppression from Rome and, and, and bring about once again the glorious Israel that was under David and Solomon. But now he's dead on a cross. How did this happen? But God saw the bigger picture. God knew that this was the only way that Satan's sin and death would be defeated and through which all those who believe in Jesus will be saved. That had to happen in order for the bigger picture of salvation to come to pass. Your suffering is not wasted. Yes, you might only be seeing the small puzzle piece, but God sees the picture on the box and how it fits into your whole story. Survival so tip five. Your hardship is not the end. You have a glorious future to wait for. As Christians, our Christian hope is that this difficult world, this suffering, this hardship is not the end. We have a new creation to look forward to under the Lordship of Christ. Hebrews, uh, Revelation 21 says, verse 4 says, There will be no more mourning, no more crying, no more pain, and all the former things will, be, will pass away. God will wipe away every tear from our eyes. He'll make all things new. That is the Christian hope. We have something to look forward to. If this is the only, if this life and all its hurt and pain and suffering is the only thing you have to look forward to, that is depressing. But the fact that we have resurrection and eternal life with God in paradise to look forward to, that helps us to endure the hardships we are going through right now. The last survival tip number six is remember that God loves you because you are his child. Romans 5 verse 8 and 10 says, God displays his love for us in this, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Verse 10 says, for if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, how much more now that we are reconciled, shall we be saved by his life. That's amazing. That's just earth shattering. Like what Paul is saying, let me let me rephrase it. He's saying if if we were loved by God through the death of Jesus Christ, God sent his son to die on the cross for us while we were his enemies. How much more will he love us now that we are his children? That's an amazing an amazing thought but unfortunately you know there's this idea of of love in the church and, and in many circles that is really s driven by the prosperity gospel should I call it the prosperity heresy you know that that God is loving if I am healthy and wealthy and safe and secure and comfortable and prosperous if those things are not visible in my life 
That means God is not loving. If God is love, how can He make me in how can He cause me to suffer? Well, first of all, you know, this is a very long conversation, but shortly. We have to remember that God doesn't cause evil or pain or suffering. We as humankind caused that as a result of our rebellion against Him. But God is the one who brings about an answer, a solution. You know, if we think that God is only loving if we are healthy, wealthy and prosperous, it shows that we are actually worshipping the God of comfort, the God of prosperity, the God of the, the God that is not the God of the Bible. You know, God is not our genie. God is not our vending machine that we just want to get more stuff from Him. You know, and ultimately, at the end of the day, God will give us what is best for us, and that is Himself. So I can understand how sometimes God allows us to, to go through things that will cause us to go to Him, to run to Him, to plead to Him, to pray to Him. But very often when we get promotions and more money and more prestige and more fame, those are the things that, that drag us away from God in most cases. So I can understand how God will not cause, but allow certain things to happen to bring us back to Him. You know, at the end of the day for, for 2022, my hope for myself and for you is to look to the cross, to, to know that this world is messed up, to know that Jesus is there to sympathize and help us and comfort us. These things will help us to, to not merely survive, but thrive. At the end of the day, how you respond to suffering and difficulty and hardship will reveal to the world what you actually put your hope in. So if things are going really hard for you, I would say, hold on to Jesus. Look to the cross. And if things are going well for you right now, know that suffering will come. So prepare yourself. Prepare yourself. Ask yourself, how will I respond if I, I lose my parent to death? How will I respond if I get diagnosed with cancer? How will I respond if a family member passes away? How will I respond if I lose my job? Ask yourself, because the answer to that question is going to show you what you put your hope in. At the end of the day, we must place our hope in God. And He's the only one that can satisfy us. He's the only one that can help us to thrive in the midst of difficult times. What do you put your hope in? Is it your money, your investments, your savings, your education, your promotions, your relationships? No, those things will pass away. Those things will disappoint you. But God is the only thing that will endure through it all. My prayer for us for this year 
is Paul's words from Romans 15 verse 13, which says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. May this be a hopeful year. May we see the hope that we have in Christ as a result May we not merely survive, but thrive in our faith. And may may we use our suffering as a message of hope in the way we respond and use it as a message of hope to all those around us. Have a blessed 2022 and may God truly use you and grow you closer to Himself this year.